0: Welcome to 365 My Life, the podcast that takes you on a monthly journey of inspiration, growth, and discovery. Join us as we dive deep into extraordinary moments, challenges, and triumphs that shape our lives, all packed in 365 unforgettable episodes. Get ready to be inspired, motivated, and entertained as we embark on this incredible adventure together. It's time to make every day count and embrace the magic that lies within each moment. This is 365 My Life, your monthly dose of inspiration. I am thrilled, you guys, to introduce our next podcast guest, Astrid. With a passion for guiding individuals towards their higher selves and helping them shape businesses that resonates with their dreams, Astrid is a beacon of inspiration. Her journey from blogger to business coach is a testament to the power of embracing authenticity and transformation. Join us as we dive into her experiences of healing, self-discovery, and resilience, all which perfectly aligns with the essence of 365 My Life, the method. Get ready to uncover the wisdom she captivated along her path and how it can impact your journey, too. Welcome to the show, Astrid. Welcome to 365 My Life. How are you doing?
1: Um, It's Honestly, it's great to connect with you. I know we worked a long time ago together and so to kind of come back and and see how our journeys have kind of gone in kind of similar ways even though they are definitely different from where like the place that we were working at which you know entertainment industry is its own thing but to both have come out of that and kind of embrace you know for you it's you call it your 365 life for me i kind of call it like my journey to bliss so it's but it's all very similar
0: yeah 100 so for everybody who doesn't know me astra started out as cbs pages i'm sorry i just said it we started out as pages for cbs and you know we both were in the entertainment industry um what comes along with working in the entertainment industry there's a lot of like ups and downs really trying to break in we were like below interns so basically interns had more power than us on (laughs) on the lot but um, you know, we were glorified security guards, basically. <laughs> but it was a really good, ex- pretty much. <laughs> so like, it was it was a good experience. You know, for me, it was good experience because I learned a lot and I got my foot in the door at a studio which I always dreamed of. But like, part of three sixty five my life was the realization of being my own advocate for where I want my path to go, which I didn't feel like I advocated too much about I feel like I was just following so many rules coming from like a small town in Virginia not small town but a little small city in Virginia Beach and feel like oh man I can't talk to this person because somebody said don't talk to that producer don't do this and wait for this all went out the window like I throw all those rules out the window go after your dreams y'all so
1: (laughs) kind of you you summed it up perfectly um think even as a page there was so much like times there was a lot of people like you know don't talk to that person like oh that page like she's you know blah blah and um yeah I think throughout my journey in the entertainment industry it kind of really correlates and was parallel to my journey to becoming a business coach it was just you know, realizing like, I love the industry, like the creative aspect of it being part of something and just getting to be like, you know, involved in it and, and learning. But I didn't like some of the lifestyle that went with it. And that was kind of, you know, having where like, you kind of had to look out for yourself constantly. And, you know, oh, don't do this. And there's all these rules. And it was always more so much pitting against us against each other rather than like actually lifting it up lifting us up together and so I actually learned about like business coaching um after um being a page where I finally was like look I love this but I'm starting to like it's affecting my my mental health it's affecting like just my balancing of lifestyle like you know as a young post-grad you kind of are trying to make sure that you're you're like the best in your work life you're the best like socially your family's taken care of you're you know going to the gym and eating right and it's like it's a lot and that's you know I ended up connecting with someone who was starting off as a business coach herself and she really helped me see like is your life or like are you willing to kind of pivot so that you have you know a better balance and you're kind of more in control of what you want to do, and like where your values are at. And that kind of, you know, part of how I even got there was um, in college, I minored in journalism. So one of my professors said, you know what, you might want to start a blog. So that's kind of how I started off. I started blogging in like 2009. And it was very inconsistent. But slowly along the way, I kind of started seeing other bloggers I was following, and how they were starting to move more into this on that we now see today where you know um not so much on the influencing type of like and and there is some of that but more so on creating courses and finding those niches where people maybe need um, courses kind of were like the big thing and like I want to say 20 2015 and then you kind of started seeing those people are like we want to pivot into more one-on-one and that actually got my attention. Like just my personality is much more introverted than a lot of people realize. And, um, with doing that, I love to talk to people, but I love that like one-on-one connection and that kind of helped me also merge my desire. You know, when I was a kid, before I got into the entertainment industry, I wanted to be able to help people, but I didn't really want to do like The doctor route, like part of me at one point did, but then I was like, that's not really for me. And I almost did psychology instead of entertainment. And then, um, but I wanted something creative. So then this kind of became this bridge of, I can be creative because I think with building your own business, you kind of have to really bring out some of your creativeness. You have to like, you know, what's your messaging? How do you wanna, you know, what images and graphics do you wanna put out there for your, your brand and your company? Um, and then it also kind of melds like that social aspect where you could still be social, but you're having that one-on-one experience and you're actually having a connection and therefore like helping people, but you're also creating
0: your own schedule. So you still have that, you know, work-life balance that everyone, I think is still trying to achieve. Yeah. So why did, bi- why business coaching rather than like life coaching?
1: I started off as like, I only want to do life coaching. I want to do like, you know, um, just very lifestyle based things. And it felt good, but I felt like I didn't have the confidence and I actually have been start trying to like start my business for a while and like going back and forth with it. And I would start it and then kind of promote it and then let go. And the pandemic really helped me realize that as much as I could still be a lifestyle coach, I could still do manifestation. It was better for me to incorporate it into the business side, just based on the exposure that I had with all the coaches and all the people I'd followed, I ended up realizing like, in a way I've been kind of, you know, going to school, so to, so to speak in this online business world for almost a decade, if not more. Um, And so that kind of, you know, I started working with coaches myself and um, I've had a coach that I like the very first person I I worked with still my coach to this day. And then I recently hired another coach as well. Um, but she really made me realize, like, I, if I was really confident, if I really broke down things and really dove deep into it, like, why not be a business coach? Like, what's really stopping me? And a lot of it was like that fear of, you know, not being credible or, um, like, like feeling like, oh, like, why would people listen to me? But then once we really started working together again during the pandemic and seeing like, oh, no, I actually know a lot. Like a lot of times I have friends come up to me. You know, I had a friend who uh, was starting a baking business and she was like, you know, even though it's not necessarily an online space, there is an online aspect because everything was, you know, she had to market herself on Instagram and her website. And I was just kind of guiding her. I'm like, I could actually do this. I, you know, what's stopping me? Like, I know this stuff is it just the fact that I am still building my business that's stopping me, but like, I still have the knowledge, you know, uh, what do you tell someone who's, you know, do, like a lawyer who just graduated, who's doing their first case. Would you tell them, Oh, you're not a lawyer. No, like they are, they they pass the bar and everything. It just happens to be, it's their first case, you know, so they might just not have as much as much experience as someone who's been doing it for 10 years, but you have to kind of like start somewhere. It's, it doesn't, don't lose their confidence just because it's their first case they still have to kind of you know show up and and do it and and kind of show what they've learned and put it
0: into practice right so like so tell us so we're going to get more into your story on what really led you to like this point i believe that everybody has their i guess aha moment or their 365 my life moment right where it's like look this is not working. Like I need to change my life. I share in my book, um, at age 28, I realized it just kind of hit me where it's like, you know, I've been working my whole life. I didn't get a chance to, you know, enjoy California. I came here, I started working. I was like on this mission to get where I need to go, where God was calling me. And I would just, I just didn't stop. I didn't stop and smell the roses. And I felt like after seven years living, um, in California at that time, it was like one of those moments where it's like, man, like I want to, like, I haven't been to San Francisco. I didn't, I haven't been to San Diego at that time. I haven't been to various places where people come to California and it's like the deserts, the mountains and so forth. So I went on this um, self-rediscovery or self-discovery of like, you know what, this moving forward, I'm going to enjoy my life and I'm going to smell the roses and stuff. So like That was my aha moment. And I always tell um people that I talk to when I do these in person um courses, I share like, you know, it's like our life is a box of pizza, right? It's like a box of pizza. It's like what slice of life are you like really chewing on? And I've been chewing on my career path the whole time and never really explored any other areas of my life. So talking with your journey, um going from like entertainment page because you really started this r- way i i always been like a creative person like i started post-college rehab i wrote a book and i was trying to do something with that because it was like it was basically like a diary honestly like at the end of the day i might just publish it because it's like it was like a diary i got a chance to listen to a lot of my friends who were going through that but you i saw you started this whole journey early on like right after the page program i saw it started seeing you blog more and you know really um feed positivity and online and stuff so what was your like challenging moment and what was your aha moment
1: it was actually something I share I think on my about me page um but essentially you know I some sort of separate outlet especially like being very low on the totem pole in the entertainment industry but what really kind of brought it all together was I in like 2016, I, you know, on the outside had everything going for me. I had a job as an associate producer. I had, or yeah, I think I was still an associate producer at that point. Um, I had a job as an associate producer. I, you know, um, or even before that, but basically I was working basically my, my job, I was going up the ladder in the entertainment industry. I was starting to get, you know, beyond like just a PA jobs. I, um, you know, had a really good relationship with my boyfriend. We'd been dating, we we were getting to a really good spot. Um, You know, I essentially had a lot going for me and everything basically pointed to me. But on the inside, I was probably going through the worst depression of my life. And this was like 2016. Mm-hmm. I like, but like, it's when it became very obvious that I was dealing with not just depression, which was something that I dealt with my whole life, but it got into a really bad point, but also um, anxiety. Mm. And my there's like anxiety and mental health issues, you know, in my family, my grandmother on my mom's side has always been like a very nervous Nelly. And we always kind of were like, Oh, you know, her anxiety, I had an aunt, I have an aunt who like, literally taking medicine is a trigger for her because she's like, well, what if I take too much? I'm like, the doctor told you you could take this so um i just got to a really dark spot and like i you know would go out and everything i'd go like to be with friends but then as soon as i'd come home i just like lock myself in my room and i had all these things i could be happy and ecstatic about and i wasn't mm. and so um i just started you know being online and started hearing the, the word manifestation being thrown around and it was when like manifestation was it was right before it got really, really popular. Um, and so I just kind of was like, okay, I like, what is this? And by going through to therapy at the same time, as I was kind of going into adding a spiritual aspect to my healing, that kind of really was what was like, okay, um, let me really start learning about manifestation. And let me start learning about like what things can I manifest for my life? How can I manifest happiness from within and how can I heal? And what beliefs do I need to let go of in order for me to kind of, you know, move period of my life. And essentially that led to me meeting my coach because I joined a, a manifestation Facebook group. Um, uh, and the person's group that I joined, she's still doing manifestation coaching to this day, and She's wonderful. But I actually met my coach through that group and we started talking. And then, um, you know, by the time we, she started coaching me, I've like kind of started getting out of that dark space. But I started doing, you know, adding things to to that were just for me. So I started doing meditation, I started attending yoga classes, I started, you know, working out for myself, and not working out like I remember in college, I would work out like at 2am, because I'm like, I have to get a workout. And this time I was like, no, I'm just going to go to a yoga class. And you know, I'll go to kundalini yoga, I'll do like meditation stuff. I'll just do anything that's like healing anything. Because for me, it was like, you need it. help. SIBO, even if it's like pseudoscience, or people, you know, are not into it, like, it's not going to harm me it, but it can help me Started adding, you know, those practices to to my life. And then with coaching, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, I want this. And it kind of allowed me to leave the industry take some time for myself to continue healing and you know um and then the pandemic hit and it was like a second wave of like okay I've healed from being this like person that just kind of always you know else but never really did anything for herself so I healed from that and then 2020 came and you know I think as bad as it was and, and everything for me it honestly was very healing because it meant that like I can now like do the second phase of like, okay, now I've healed now I can help people heal too. Wow,
0: you know, I love what you share there. there's so many things to unpack. um I will say that you know, just for everybody listening, we're still in our myself um category. so with three sixty five my life there's three categories there's myself, my career, and my um ministry. and you know, Astrid is talking about myself right now, and it's kind of a little bit of career too because you're like a business coach as well, but um, that's like the number one thing I tell people. Like you know, you only have one body, and I like personally for three sixty five my life, it's all about business. It's all not business planning. Look at me. Um, it's about it's all about life planning. So like we do ten year plans, and um, it's very important because that was my issue. I felt like after college, you know, I really didn't have a plan. You know, it was like okay, get your career. So it's like I'm trying to get do everything and be everyone. But then like, you know, mentally I was just spiraling because I just wasn't enough for the job. I wasn't enough for this producer. I wasn't enough for, you know, even dating, right? So like, it was a very weird situation because I never experienced that before. So like when, after, you know, going through my whole situation of like, I was sharing in my book that I felt like I was in a grave. I felt like there was pressure on me. I felt like, you know, this was it, like, I might as well, my life was over, because I failed in my mind, I felt, I failed, Um, but then I just heard the word up, like, God spoke to me, so, you know, go up, like, now that you feel like you have nothing to lose, and you don't have to impress anybody, the best way is to go up, and just, you know, take this ride, and just don't care, so, um, climbing up, and climbing out of it, similar to what you're, like, talking about, is like, you know, I need to do this, I need to do that, mine was mostly with the word and and COVID hit right right there so most likely people you know who were in depression this would have been worse but me it was like the best time of my life I grew in my faith I like I redefined who I was like when I when I first was a child like I felt like how did I feel when I was a kid I didn't have all these pressures like I went outside and played and I played by myself, you know, and I started rediscovering things that made me happy alone, rather than having like somebody feel, fuel that happiness within me in today's world and today's society, where it's like, everybody's looking for somebody to make them happy. So, um, girl, that was like, that's, that's, you know, it's interesting because you really don't know what people are going through until like, you know, <laughs> until you have a conversation, right?
1: You know, you touched on it with, It's just, you know, you point and I think everyone has like that limit or that like point where they're like, I can either continue down this path and kind of keep, you know, or I can pivot and adjust. And, you know, something that you, you kind of said resonated with me too. I, um, I almost, there was coaching and like getting, hiring a coach and then also just trying to do it myself. Um it kind of gave me the permission to let go of those expectations. Cause I even had expectations within myself, like, Oh, I graduate. There's like a, you know, there's a career path that you have to go through. Like even within the entertainment industry it's like, okay, you become an office PA, you become a PA, you become a producer, or you become, you know, a development, you know, executive or whatever. And like, first of all, like as much as people want to say it, I think like the only one I can think of that might be like the clearest is being a doctor. But even that, like I sometimes you just have to pivot and you have to realize like, is sticking needed or like, do I need to maybe adjust? And even if you stick to that career, it might be like, oh, I'm going down this particular path in this career, within this career, but now I can actually switch to something that's like much more my, you know, my speed or much better with my skill set and you know for me i had a really hard time at first because everything felt like very permanent and like i had to do something like a certain way and then once you kind of like let go of that you're like you know i can either let this kind of keep pushing me down or i can kind of just listen within myself and and say like no this is not what i want i need something different and just kind of pivot to that and you know, also like within that, you also learn how to create boundaries. Cause I think that's the other thing is like, I was, I'm definitely like a recovering people pleaser as some people say. And, you know, part of that is sometimes being like, no, I got to set my boundaries. Like, no, I don't want to do this. No, I'm not going to accept that. Like even, um, you know, I still balance the nine to five, even though I'm still growing my business. Um, And I recently quit my current job and I'm moving to another job. And, I, and I spoke about this with, um, one of my coaches recently where it's like, if you are not going to get anything in life or career, but like with this new job, I, I asked for like, a you know, I asked to negotiate my salary and ended up getting a better salary. But, um, and it's the same thing with like, with my business, it's like, if I didn't allow myself to accept, like, I can be a business coach and just try it out, like I wouldn't be where I am now I wouldn't be as excited about building it I would just still be like kind of very like half you know actually growing a business as a lifestyle you know coach I'd maybe be somewhat excited to it but I wouldn't be putting as much effort as I am with like just accepting that I can be a business coach and doing it that route.
0: I love that. And I love when you said about boundaries, because that was a main issue for me, I had um, a really, really good friend of mine, and she was talking about how much she a piece of a people pleaser she was. And I really, you know, when I'm thinking of people pleasing, meaning like, oh, I would be there anything, you know, anything I'll do for you, whatever, which is one of the cases. But there's something there's people pleasing when you're not as like, noticeable, but it's more of like, you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. Like, I had a big issue where I would lower my, like lower me, like I would be the butt of jokes so that I can protect somebody's, um, you know, their feelings. And I realized that's not the way to go out, go in life. So, so many situations where I will allow people to joke on me or to do certain things to me so that I can protect their feelings or the people around them. And I had to learn during this journey that number one, no, you deserve respect. And number two, like your time is very valuable. And I talk about time, money, and energy. Like, do I have the energy to deal with all that stuff? So yeah, like, girl, when you said that, it just really hit me because I feel like a lot of people struggle with people pleasing. And like the whole myself thing is putting yourself first, not in a selfish way, but like if you are, for example, you have to go to an event, you have something scheduled, um, to go to the event and then somebody out of nowhere said, hey, can you help me with something? You know, I used to change my whole life just to help somebody. And they used to take, and people used to take that for granted. They used to be like, no, thank you. They don't say thank you, please, or nothing. They they had these expectations. But I started where it's like, you know what? I have an event at this time. If I'm available, if I'm passing through, then yeah, I will support you. Or it would be like, well, I will get there when I get there. And I start having that mentality where it's like, if it's not on my schedule, then if I get there on time, that's a good day. But if not, then, you know, I'm just taking my time, waking up, eating my breakfast, because that's something that I need to fuel myself. And then, you know, get there safely. And then I have to leave and go to my event or whatever I have planned. So just like, that was the number one thing that I had to learn as well. And I feel like a lot of people transitioning in their 20s to their 30s have to learn that as well too it's really
1: funny that you touch on that um when so i actually had my coaching call with my coach um earlier this week and we're kind of in the middle of really refining some of my messaging and and really kind of getting it more aligned to where i am now because i think some of um the messaging that i had on my website and just overall um was still like where I was last year, which is a little, you know, you grow, it's not that different. It's not like, Oh my God, it's not a one eighty. but I think as a business, you know, owner and a business coach, especially like you kind of start really refining as you get more confident in it, you start kind of refining your messaging. And one thing that we went over is, um, one thing that I'm teaching my clients, uh, and, and, and kind of what I'm trying to help them practice with is with manifestation, a lot of people get frustrated. They're like, oh, manifesting isn't for me. It's just a trending thing. Like I'm not, and part of it is limiting beliefs of like not being worthy, but the other really big component as to why people have a hard time manifesting is they think that they need to manifest what other people want. So, you know, you see people, especially like people who are throwing out manifestation on social media and I've seen it myself. Um, I have a coach who, who like for her manifesting, you know, first class trips and luxury items is like her thing. And it's like not knocking her, like that is what she truly wants and like good for her. And she's achieved it. And like, I'm so happy me personally, I am much more of like, give me a cozy cabin in the mountains and I will be happy. And, you know, you know, a luxury condo, I want to manifest a a, a cabin
0: nope
1: but i have to be authentic that that what i want to manifest is the cabin and not the mansion you know but a lot of people get caught up in like oh well like they're manifesting this and like should i want to be manifesting like the best and the best and the best i'm like okay but is it the best for you and that's what people kind of get lost in is what i want to really try to teach people especially i think um like oh well like um and i think also in the coaching industry um we see a type of women and a lot of it is like, you know, I hate to say it, but it, it, it is a lot of white women. It, it is a lot of women that they maybe sometimes appear that they've already had privilege before starting their coaching business. And I'm a, I'm a woman of color as are you. And I love seeing that now there are more women of color kind of coming into the coaching industry, but also showing like that there are different representations of what you can manifest for your life. But it has to be something you truly want. Like, if you want to manifest a career, like, go for it. But if you want, you know, if you want to manifest a, a car, like, I manifested my dream car. It's not a luxury car. It's a sick car. But that's what I wanted. My coach manifested like a luxury car. That's what she wanted. And no one's wrong. But we, we still got what we each wanted. And I think that's what it is. It's like, we can't just manifestation is not about people pleasing. It's not, it isn't either. It's like, yes, you have customers to keep in mind, but you have to be able to also attract authentically.
0: Right. Um, that's why like, you know, so many things like uh, my mind's racing, but you know, faith that works is dead. And I tell people, you know, so we're in the process of doing the 31 day prayer challenge so we're praying for big, three big things me personally I am praying for three big things to happen in my life um I've been working towards so it's not like it's just gonna be like poof but I've been working towards it and I really want to change so um in the midst of that I realized recently that um going through the scriptures that you know I have a scripture a day but like going down down that route I realized that a lot of things that I want to pray about and I want and I manifest, there's a little doubt in me. There's one particular position that I looked at and I was like, wow, this would be great. And I just fell in love with it for the last two weeks. And then as I had to pray these big prayers every day, then the more doubt I had to get it. Cause I was like, well, let me just change it up and try to get something a little, you know, a little comfortable, right? It's like the doubt in us when we want to think positive on that and it's like a mindset change that we have to change and we have to exercise as well so like definitely agree with you on that where it's like you know it doesn't have to be the luxury things you know but it's all about like having the confidence to know that okay you know because this is what happens people use the luxury things as an excuse where they're like oh well i don't want to do it well they're scared that the ones that what they really want they might not get. So that's why it's kind of like, Oh, use that scoop. That's too far. And I don't even want that, but no, like what about the prayers or something that you actually really want and desires? You can actually manifest and actually like, you know, ask God to um, provide that. So definitely uh, agree with you on that. Um, There was something else that I was going to say too, about the whole conversation about the business coaching and that um, what made you get a coach? I know you've talked a little bit about it, but like this year is the year that I decided to um, you know, um start getting coaches. And I have three coaches, actually, ooh, I'm hitting my mic, but like I have three coaches for different aspects of my life. and um it definitely helps um to have somebody to hold you accountable. Um, and you know, like, um, cause I life planning. I was doing a plan, I was doing really, I did well, but then I wanted to go to a different level. You know, like sometimes you just need that one person to say, you know what, let me grab you from here and just throw you into another level and talk that out with them. So tell me how, what made you lead to a a coach? And I'm just telling everybody listening, too, it's like, it's okay to help have a coach help you get where you need to go in that next level. There's health coaches. Um, just going back to the point where you were talking about like, um, you wanted to, you took yoga because you just, you know, wanted to relax and not really do all that extra stuff. I agree with agree with you there. I started taking Pilates this year because I wanted to get to my average weight size, but I wasn't trying to do no boot camp. <laughs> like I'm like, look, I'm too... I mean, I'm young still, but I'm not trying to be running up and down and doing the boot camp. Like, I just wanted to relax and maybe take a nap during my uh, workout, okay? So <laughs> Pilates works for me, the kind of Pilates I do. But, um, but, yeah, like, tell me, like, what got you to the whole notion of doing, like, you know, to um, coaching?
1: There's so much to unpack, and there's so many layers to it. Um, by the way, I also started doing Pilates this year. I took a little pause, but I love it Uh, because I too, like, here's the thing, it's, and it kind of ties in with how or why to get a coach. With working out, I think you kind of, you know, for me, I also chose Pilates, I love doing yoga. And then for cardio, I literally just walk on the treadmill, like that is my workout. Sometimes I'll add strength training, but I do that at home, I no longer am subscribed to a gym. But just like with working out, you're not going to stick to a workout if it's something you don't like with coaching. You're going to find that coach that kind of works for you, whether, and it, it depends on what exactly you want to get out of it too. It's, you know, if you are trying, if you're someone that like really needs someone to hold your hand with, you know, losing weight, you know, let's just put that as an example or with your health and you're trying to make health changes, but you know, that it's hard for you, or maybe like, it's not something that you're well-versed in. It makes sense to get a health coach because a health coach will kind of check in with you and they'll hold you accountable. And that kind of goes with any coaching. I think, you know, I'm a big believer and a big proponent of like, if you need therapy, go to therapy. I think therapists are great, but they're not life coaches. They're not coaches in general. Um, And I did therapy and I did coaching. And part of the reason I did that is I love going to therapy because, you know, you get to dive into like the trauma and how to kind of move on from that. But with coaching, you get the accountability to like, okay, that's the past, but what can I do for my future? Like, what can I do for now and my future? And that's kind of what first kind of propelled me into doing the coaching, you know, getting a coach, but also you have to also know yourself, like if you're not someone that can hold yourself accountable, that you're not like someone who's, you know, takes their own initiative, who's not self motivated. And even if you are, sometimes you need that extra support, especially if it's something that you're kind of going into brand new. Like when I you know, started doing coaching, I was brand new to the world of coaching and brand new to the world of business, you know, creating a business and everything. And to have that one-on-one mentor to kind of like help, me, but also to be like hey remember we talked about this like did you do this did you like what steps are you actually taking um, to you know what the business plan that we kind of built out so that's kind of what motivated me to get a coach is knowing that it helps keep me accountable but it also helps keep the momentum going for myself um but yeah i think also the other thing is as a coach it'd be a little hypocritical of me to be like oh i don't need a coach coaches who are at least one step ahead of me because I like that's essentially the place that I'm trying to get to so it's better to have that you know person to kind of guide you to like okay you made it to this point now how do we get to the next point like what did you do to get to the next point so it's kind of like a nice little you know it's it's a mentor at the end of it but also having someone that's going to keep you accountable to things um and just it helps you get there faster. I've tried doing the my like doing it by myself. There's been months where like I'm like eh, coaching's not in my budget. I guess I'm just gonna you know do what take whatever I've learned so far and try to keep implementing it. But you know sometimes you do need kind of like that extra support and um and just the accountability. But also the other thing is um helps to have that support. Like at the end of at of the day it really does help to have that person that you can turn to. Or if you're like, hey, I did all this and now what? You can kind of be like, so what do I do? Or if you get stuck, they kind of help you get past that. Um, You know, it's almost like having like that older sister, you know, she did something. So now you're like, okay, you went through this, you know, experience. Like, how do I do it now? Um, So it's just kind of nice to have that, that mentorship of someone there to kind of catch you if you fall and also kind of like, tough love you and to keep continuing to. So that's just my belief on coaches. I just think it's, they're essential if you really kind of want to get that, that next step also. And I've tried courses like self-paced courses, and I'm not as disciplined as I'd like to tell myself I am. So coaching, like at least my experience with coaching has been, um, there's always like, whether it's group coaching, which I have done, and I've done like one-on-one, which is what I'm doing now. Uh, With one-on-one, I always have like my call set up. So like, a lot of times they set them up like at the very beginning, like the first meeting we have. So I know, okay, every other Monday at 11 a.m. That's my time to sign on with my coach. Um, and then with group coaching, they already had like every Wednesdays we'd have our calls. So it's like, okay, I know Wednesdays at two; those are my 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 coaching calls.
0: That's really. Um, I'm glad you said that too and went more detail because. 365 my life we're not coaches but we do have like a, a membership where people can join and get tips on how to create their like life plan as well as how to um you know stay on track with their weekly monthly and quarterly plans so we're starting that in august late august probably early um september to um really start getting that going but like it's very important because like I said, I have like three coaches in different areas of my life and, you know, like it, you know, my coaches, I like that the fact that they're not going to be people losers and they're like, no, there's, this doesn't work. No, I don't like this. Or they try to reason with you or try to break down your thought process. Like, you know, I had, um, my, um, <laughs> I have a coach in health. And, you know, they don't reason with me at all. They're like, yeah, whatever. I don't care what, don't eat that cake. Like, don't try to make it, (laughs) don't try to make it like sound good. Like, no, we're not doing that. But then, you know, I have a coach and like, um, you know, who helped me with my book and just, you know, they gave me ideas. And then when I tried to like question them, they didn't say, okay, well, whatever, do what you want, you know, which I don't like that. But they're like, okay, well, let's break this down. And let's really talk about the whole essence of it. And that helped me too. So yeah, like coaches are really important. And I feel like if you want to excel in your life, if you want to move to a different level, then it's really important to even find that trustworthy coach and, you know, try to find somebody or find a community that can actually help you get to that level of success, right? So um, I know this is you know we went a little long, but this was great to reconnect with um, Astrid. Again, again, guys, we used to work together, so this is amazing. Um, I do want to wrap up and say thank you, guys, for joining us for another incredible episode of 360 by My Life. We hope that you enjoyed the dose of inspiration and that it left you feeling motivated and seized every moment. So make sure that you guys stay motivated today and, you know, listen to the other episodes. If you want to stay connected and be a part of the amazing communities, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at 3.6.5. That my life for behind the scenes clips exciting updates and exclusive content also remember to visit our website at 365mylife.com for show notes resources and a chance to engage with fellow listeners we hope you we hope to hear your thoughts stories and ideas together let's continue to embrace the magic of life and make it every day count thank you for being a part of 365 my life until next time stay inspired keep growing and live your best life everyone um after do you want to share a little bit about where people can find you if they want business coaching i'm on instagram tiktok and um
1: threads at the bliss babe um i am right now i have opened up spots for manifestation bliss which is kind of like my signature program so even if you don't want to do business coaching or get or create a business um it's great just to kind of start you know learning how to manifest for yourself and and manifest your own bliss life
0: nice okay guys well thank you so much for tuning in and we'll i'll see you in the next episode bye